Hello, and thanks for listening to Grace 91.1 FM and The Gate with Pastor Eric Kluth. The Gate is a program that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places in our local communities. Hey, everyone. It's another edition of The Gate. I'm your host, Pastor Eric, and today I'm joined by Dallas, and Dallas is the owner of Giddens Tire Pro here in Casa Grande. Thanks, Dallas, for joining me. My pleasure. I'd love to be here. So, Well, it's so good that you're here because we're going to be talking about a very important topic called shopping local or supporting local businesses, and I couldn't have thought of a better person to talk about this than you. Well, that's my passion. (laughs) It's my livelihood. It's a lot of livelihoods for us individuals that own our own entrepreneurs. We've got to start somewhere, and we rely on, you know, so we're real passionate about I'm real selfish, I guess, about that because it's my customer. It's not our customers. So so when your name's on the building, name's on the business card, it's important. Yeah, it's important. So before we get into some of the questions about why it's important to shop local or support local businesses, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Um, I, I moved to Cass Grand in 1989. I uh, got transferred here with a, a big oil company called, uh, uh, a lot of people don't like the name British Petroleum. They own the truck stops of America. And uh, I was brought here just specifically to open up the facility. And um, like Cassegrand, uh, my wife and son, uh, we made it our home permanently. And so uh, uh, after I opened that up, I went back into selling retail and commercial uh, in the area. Start did in Phoenix for a while. And then uh, we opened this store basically in 1992. And then we moved to the store we're at in 1996. So uh, we've been a pretty well fixture almost 31 years. So it's a long time. Watch the town grow when I moved. Moved here, Cass Grand had 13,000 people in it. Wow, 13,000 13,000 people. And uh, uh, my building was the first new building built in Cass Grand where the Fry's Shopping Center is. There was Walmart there. That was the last building built before we built our building. And since then, look what the east side has done. It's just really grown. Yeah, it's The hospital up. was out there, but and we've watched the hospital grow so much. Don't we have a great hospital? We do, yeah. People don't understand what a jewel in the desert that really is. So. Yeah. Yeah, so you've been here for 31 years. Right. My son graduated uh, Union High School here, and he works with me. And... Um, I, I'm going to tell everybody he's going to get married soon, so that makes me really happy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. the young know, woman he's uh, going to marry to is a wonderful person. So uh, would not be happier in my life, and he is too, because when people smile, they smile, and you know it's right. So, yeah. so uh, um, here he is. He's going to be on the radio. He's going to be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, he won't be too embarrassed. Uh, his, his daddy's loving on him. So, hey. So you mentioned that you've seen Casa Grande grow. Mm-hmm. So with growth comes big box chains coming into the Absolutely. growth. So over the years, how have the big box chain companies affected local businesses? Well, you know, uh, when I first moved here, Walmart was just opening up in 1989. Uh I always tell people that Walmart's and, – and granted, Walmart employs a lot of people, but their business plan was to put the small guy out of business. They want to dominate that. Um, same – like the Home Depots, and we needed a Home Depot. We needed a Lowe's. Uh, we had Foxworth years ago, which was a great um, mm. get-together and know everybody. We have the Ace Hardware, which is a family-owned type business. Uh, those people started to thrive. Um I'm sort of got the philosophy like uh, 
we're here right there. We don't have to say, well, call the uh, call the corporate number. You just don't do that. That's the advantage of a small business. Yeah, we can make that decision right now, and it, it could, good, bad, or indifferent. At least you get a decision. Yeah, what you know, it's like it say lead, follow, or get the heck out of the way. Yeah. You know, we have to do that. We have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't, not like a big company like the Home Depot or the Walmart, where we have to go through corporate decisions. We can make that, we can make that change today. You know, that's my livelihood, my life. Uh, the people that come in are my friends. Uh, they're just not a, not customers. Uh, when they come in the door, I call them by name if I know them. Mm-hmm. Um, I may forget a name, you know, but you know, the thing about it is, um, they know you know who they are when you ask about their family or their wife or their if they've had problems going on. And you say, "Hey, how's that come about? You know, how, do you need help?" Or and they remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, where you go in a big box store, you're just a face. Yeah, you don't have that. That's right. You don't have that connection. We we can walk in the door. Uh, people, I, I had one person. In fact, you know Renee Luzon Benz, right? Mm-hmm. I knew her when she's a head of the chamber now. Yeah. I've known her since she moved here. And I remember she left for a while and came back, and she came back in the store, and she says, you're still here? <laughs> so, well, yeah. <laughs> so, and Renee's great. So, and she, she'd get a kick, her and Bob. I know both her, her and Bob, and known her for years. And so mm-hmm. uh, you use those people as an example. And there was a – a man that worked, lived here, Dave Brubaker, was here for a long, long time. And he was in the church community and all, but he was a negotiator. And him and his wife, Yvonne, were my customers, and they moved back east. And he wrote a letter to the uh, to the dispatch in his letter to the editor, and he singled me out as what he was going to miss because when I walk in, he says, Dallas calls me by name. Hmm. I'm going to miss that. And that's what small businesses do. They they know their customers. Um, I know we uh, several days ago the the somebody made a comment on Facebook and they talked about buying local and that's what we're here about. I know you're talking about that. And I made a response. There's two ways looking at buying local. Uh, you can buy local in the businesses here because they put tax base into your community and we need that to do our roads, to do uh, infrastructure for our city and all. But there's also buy local. And that's the, the guy like me that has been here for a long time. He has the relationships. He contributes to the Girl Scouts. He contributes to the, the little soccer teams, the baseball teams, the FFA, uh, any, the, any 4-H, the guy that goes out to the fair and buys, buys the, the hogs and the cows and the sheep from these kids that are working. Uh, those are the local businesses. And that's what buying local means because those people spend their money to support your children, uh, your community. Yeah. And they're, they're, you're the, they're the first ones that people come and ask for donations. Yeah. And I think, I think that that's good because, uh, and that was one of my questions is what is the most important reasons why to shop local? And it's that right there, as you're saying, you're, you're not just supporting somebody who to stay, keep their doors open, but you're investing in somebody who's investing into the community that you live in. Right. Right. Cause, and cause they have everything to lose if the community goes down, right. they put their whole life savings, everything in their business. So if I can ask you then, as you're, as you're telling the importance of shopping local, um, it's it's more of a we're in it together attitude, right? Right, right. 
So then as one of the hot topics of the year, of course, is COVID-19 and it's uh, affected countless of local businesses uh, across uh, yeah, the country, terrible. across even Casa Grande. Uh, how has this, in your opinion, affected the commerce in Casa Grande? Well, unfortunately, I have a lot of friends that lost a lot of business during that because they weren't considered an essential business. Mm. I'm fortunate. Um, we were blessed that we're an essential business. People need their cars fixed. People need tires. People need oil changes. So we were fortunate to be part of that. Uh, but all these little small shops that were shut down, the one and two people, even the singling, uh, they were devastated. And I don't know how many in this community, uh, how many people uh, it affected overall, but it's just, it was devastating to the small business owner uh, to go three, four months. They're supposed to be uh, two, three weeks. It turns out to be six, seven months. And then like a restaurant opened up 50%. How can people survive? And their employees, their mm. employees are sitting there. Uh, sure, they had the government subsidy for a while, uh, but and some of them got paid even more on the subsidies with the federal government deal than they were making. But uh, the the problem was is that I look at it different. Unfortunately, people say it's a terrible thing, but I, uh, you know, it affects one percent of the population. Uh, did we need to shut down and hurt ourselves so bad over one percent? Uh, Grant and I'm one one of those people that are in the very high risk area, and I understand. I'm I'm older. I've got some pre existing conditions, uh, but you know, I live life every day. My time's set, and you know, isn't it? Say, doesn't it say in the Bible that you're, I, I know the day you were born and the day you're going to die? I don't have any control on that. So uh, I'm going to live it, and my guys enjoyed it. I've been fortunate in mine during this COVID that not a single soul in my in my store has even had a head cold. Wow. So uh, I don't know if that's a blessing from God, which I'm going to say it is. Yeah, I would say it and, is. And uh, uh, but we we didn't let that run our lives. Now, unfortunately. Small businesses were forced by government to shut down, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I'm pretty conservative. I don't like the government involved in my business anymore, and I have to. So, mm -hmm. um, and I, I I pray every day for those people, you yeah. know. So, uh, and hope that they can come back because some of them will never come back, and that's the heart of our our community. Those people are. So, what action have you taken for COVID at your shop? You know, it's really funny. Uh, everybody, they started out. Wear mask. Wear mask. Don't wear a mask. Wash your hands. Uh, wash your hands regularly. Well, in our industry, because we get our hands dirty all the time, we've been washing our hands before and after we get in a car every time. So we already had that. I, I already had the hand sanitizer in my store. I've had them for four years, in at my front door, and it was amazing to me. After COVID, people go, oh, you got hand sanitizer? It's like, I got lots of Yeah, I've had it for four years. And y'all haven't been using <laughs> it. What's different today? Yeah. And so, uh, and so there's certain rules, but uh, we never usually get any closer than probably six, seven feet from our customer because of a counter. And we moved our seating. We used to have 16 seats. Now we have like nine. And we separate them out by tires or whatever so people can be inside because it's hot in Arizona. Mm -hmm. You can't be outside sitting all day long. Although I did see a couple of chairs outside. I do. Well, <laughs> that's for the smokers. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> so you got to take care of that. Got to give some love <laughs> so, to the smokers. That's right. And but uh, uh, and people like it, especially in the mornings. They'll go sit out there oh, in the morning. 
beautiful. And, and it's the sun's hitting them, and it, on a cool morning, and yeah. and it's great. So, but you know, we had to put. Get, you got to have enough. So sure. And uh, uh, we started sanitizing a little more in cars. Uh, we'd wipe down the steering wheels a little different with some. I had the uh, luxury of having uh, probably four big six-pack packages of the wipes and all the Clorox wipes. My wife, before she passed away, uh, she hoarded stuff like that, and I just had a bunch. So I, we've, I still have it going on right now. I still have uh-huh. them. So, and the, the people running out of the toilet paper during the part of it, uh, I was actually— my church was calling, saying, can you help? And I was taking them rolls of toilet paper, paper towels. Yeah. I mean, hey, and, you know, that's when you help each other as a brother rather than a rather than they all ask how much, how much. I'm going, I don't have a price on toilet paper. So. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. <laughs> and and I, I, I love your heart because uh, you are a faith-believing uh, man in, in Christ. You believe in God. Uh, how does that then, your relationship with Christ, how does that, uh, affect how you do business? Well, you, you know, all my life, and I don't go out and say, what would Jesus do? Uh, I already know that I could never even emulate Jesus. So all I can do is follow his word. And so uh, when we talk to people, uh, we're, we're, we're there we're, we're there to be empathy with people. Uh, we understand people have problems. We get called all sorts of names. We get blamed for stuff. And we got to understand we don't know what happened in that person's life that day. Mm. And unfortunately, uh, it, when, when you have a hardened heart, uh, it's really hard. It's really easy to make it worse. Mm-hmm. And uh, so um, – Getting getting back to the to using Christ, you know, I I had Christ out of my life a long time, and I really did, and but I, but fortunately, it was instilled with me so much from my childhood. The churches that my dad worked for an oil company. We lived in the middle of nowhere, um, and the closest church was like fifteen miles. And it was a uh, we'd go to a Baptist church or we'd go to a Lutheran church. The Lutheran church turned out to be. Um, around the corner from us, and those people, farmers, and they had a church with a, a one of the best organs you'd ever seen in your life. Hmm. It's amazing what they had. But they took you under your arms, and, and they, they taught you. Uh, they showed you how Christians lived back then. Hmm. Uh, it was, and, and that stayed with me all my life because they, would, they didn't care who you were. You were part of their family. Hmm. And and as a Christian, you got to look at everybody that walks in is part of your family. And so, uh, if I can't let somebody understand that they're important to me as much as anybody that even my son, they're just as important. And so I do that, and I worry about people. I worry about my customer. Uh, I've had a friend that lost somebody in the family I didn't know about recently, and uh, I I was devastated because I didn't know. Hmm. And uh, that gets back to how important is it to have a relationship with your family? Yeah. And so, um, you know, Christ has led me a lot. I've uh, I've had to say, well, I don't know. Did I give you one? Have I given you one of these, Eric? Have I given you? This yeah, one of your coin? coins. Yeah. Uh, that, that's really a funny thing. I I, I'm, I just decided one day that that to buy these, and they're an expense, but I think it's the most important thing someone can have. And I hand these out to my customers when I think somebody's having a bad day. Yeah. I said, here, you know, this is more precious than gold. 
more precious. This is the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And until you read it and understand, if this is a seed I sow uh, and somebody reaps it, this is the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a guy, and I keep a cross behind my counter. I don't know if you've seen it before. And my wife got that. Uh, we used to have, you know, they have these little lucky cats that are supposed to bring money to the front door. And one day my wife's just saying, why are we doing that? So we threw it away. We didn't just put it aside. We threw it away. And she brought this cross that she ordered online with olive wood from Israel. And, uh, you know, I I basically forgot about it. But every day I have somebody says, "You're you're a man of God, aren't you? And I'm going, yes. And they go, I could tell because of the cross. Hmm. And I said, I said, well, because of the cross, I can do what I can do. So, hmm. so that leads a lot in my life. I treat my people that, that work for me the same way. Uh, if they have problems, I don't try to tell them what to do. I try to say, what can we do to help? Hmm. So that's how Christ can get into your business. And uh, you don't have to preach religion. You don't have to preach anything. You can just sit there. I have I have some uh, some Muslim people that are my customers, and we talk very nicely about all sorts of things. In fact, uh, one that I know, he used to be an interpreter during the Iraq, the Iraqi War, and he and I have talked considerably about Christ and the Quran and all this other stuff. How he says it's he's mentioned the Bible. We look at it different, and and I keep saying, well, you know, that's the only way to life after uh, after death. It's through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus. And he goes, yeah. well, but we don't. I said, see, that's the problem. You are the people of Ishmael. Hmm. But I don't think he had, because he had so much hate because of what happened to him, that it, it's it, they've started doing worshiping false gods. And I said, that's why you're, you've got these writings, but you don't. you don't have the freedom of love. Hmm. You may say you love, but you have so much hate built up against other places where I don't. I said, I, I love you, but I, you know, uh, you have to decide that. I can't decide that. Maybe one day I can save you by being who I am. And that's really all that matters. Yeah, just loving them and, and sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I, the coins that you pass out, I mean, unfortunately, the, the listeners don't have the privilege right. of seeing it. You can read it. But, uh, you know, on one side, it's it's in gold, and one side is the the, the Ten Commandments, and then on the other side is um, the the gospel of how uh, Jesus Christ is the answer to the law of God. That Jesus fulfills all the things that God has required of us, and so because we fall short, everybody makes mistakes, yep. everyone sins, and and there is a hope in the gospel and and in Jesus, and that like you said, Dallas, He is the only way, the truth, and the life. And so uh, it's a it's such a beautiful coin. And once He gave me, once Dallas gave me this, I first thing is is I took it to my boys. I said, check how cool this is, you know. And, and they were blown away with it, you know. And so uh, it's a, it's a really cool uh, piece that you hand out. In a sense, it's it's the gospel you're handing out. Well, the, it, you know, the one gospel. side uh, it gives you the rules that nobody can keep, right? You know, it's ten simple rules we can't keep. And then Isn't that other, amazing? Just yeah. ten rules we can't keep. And then the other side is the how to how, how to, to save us from not gets, keeping those rules. Get saved, yeah. And <laughs> so, and I and I like the aspect of uh, bringing God into your business and your relationship with Christ because, you know, yes, everybody is created by God, um, but 
there is that need to know God right. and right. To, to demonstrate his love for them. And so that they, once they, if they come to that knowledge of Jesus Christ, they can become a child of God. You know, as it says in John chapter one, you know, to those who believe in your name, he gives you the right to become a child of God. Right. And so you get to, you get to display his love, his compassion for others by the simple, uh, like you were talking about earlier, uh, you know, just treating them as you'd want to be treated, right. putting others before yourself, serving them. And, and so there's like a, there's a difference in coming into your business where you are feeling the love of God, mm-hmm. but they might see it as good customer service, but right. in your heart, it's doing it because of because, your love for God. Well, that's exactly right. And, and that you do that, it gives you good customer service. It gives you good customer because service. Because you're not only, you're, you're making, it, it's like you have to think before you do anything. And if you put this, I give this to my new pastor <laughs> when he first came in and, uh, uh, I, and I just did it, but I said, I think you, this is something you need to have because I think everybody needs that. And a couple of weeks later, he said, I wish you had not given me this. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you know, every time I'm thinking, I have that in my pocket, it makes me stop. Mm. <laughs> I said, well, good. <laughs> that is a good thing. <laughs> he said, you have a strong ministry and you don't know it. Oh, it's and a I'm huge going, ministry. <laughs> I'm going, yeah. Well, I didn't set out to be that way. But uh, like I said, I was lost for a long, long time. And, uh, uh, you know, the song was, I was lost and now I'm saved. Uh, you know, I'm one of those walking examples of that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I, you know, and I've gone through animosities. I've gone through uh, terrible things that a lot of people would never have to go through. But, uh, you know, I always know, uh, you know, I, I, I feel sad for somebody that doesn't know Christ because after after death, you have nothing. And the absence of God is the worst thing you could ever imagine. Yeah. And without God, you'll never see the light. Mm-hmm. You don't look up and see that. You just, it's like you're blind forever. So I feel that's something somebody needs to understand. You know, that's serious. Yeah. <laughs> to be so. separated for God for eternity, uh, you know, is, I mean, that's hell. I mean, you, you are sent to hell, you know. It's like, in a sense, the, uh, the absence of God. Right. You know, and so... Um, so moving forward here, as we uh, again we're getting close to the end, getting so. close to the end here. Um, what can community do? What can our community do to raise awareness about the importance about supporting their local businesses? You know, um, the chamber does a really good job, and, uh, and you know, I've, I'm always at odds with them because I'm on on Florence Boulevard, uh, and they seem like everybody talks about the chamber about downtown. Now, there's a lot of small business in there we need to support, but there's a lot of revenue and businesses on on Florence Boulevard that are home-owned businesses mm-hmm. um, that, that have been there for years and have done very well. And it's uh, the awareness is to go see them. Stop, make a concerted. You may never have stopped in there. Um, you know, you see the bike shop that's down there, the round-trip bike shop. Um well, there's you know, a wash and roll. There's a wash and roll which Chris and Chris and, and Matt mm-hmm. run and next to the the oil depot. Those are Christian people that that care about you. Right. And they're survivors just like everybody else. Uh in fact I love Chris. So he's so he's a good man. and uh, but even just just uh you, you can go down down over here, the airport tavern and uh they've been closed for a long time and they need it. But Dylan's 
Um, you know, he's been in the community a long time. Uh, how about McMashers? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they not only were suffering during COVID, but uh, Mr. McSwain passed away during that period of time from other things. And so they need your support. Yeah. And uh, because they've always been there to support you. Uh, Ricardo's is, me and go Ricardo's. Robert's participated in this community for almost 35 years. He's had that business there. And you'll see his face everywhere. And and he closed for three months. Yeah, I know. At three months, a devastating, yeah. busiest place in town. And he made the concerted effort. But, you know, it's really funny. He was enlightened. Uh because they closed, they closed. They started closing on Sundays, and I was visiting with him because we we talk on a regular basis. And he said, "You know, my employees told me how great it was off to be on Sunday, and I never work on a Sunday because that's God's day. I need to spend time uh, away, whether my guys do or not. I say it's they'll never work on a Sunday." And his employees came to him and said, "You know, we really love this being with our families on Sunday," and so he's closing on Sundays now. That was his busiest day. Mm-hmm. Think of how important that was. You know, he put money aside to take care of his people. That's what the, Christ would have done. Yeah, he's going to see the blessings from it. And, sure. and, 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 you know, he doesn't slow down. He's still the busiest guy I've ever seen. Yeah, so. but But going and seeing these guys, um, find out who they are. Um, I tell somebody uh, my competition down here is owned out of Missouri or this competition is made out of Yuma. I know where they're at. You know, or do you, did I do something wrong? Did I, you know, did I, what am I doing wrong not to get you to think about me? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, just listening to you, I think the biggest thing is, is that we, we, we stop in. Even if you don't think that a small business can compete with a box, you don't know until you go in there. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. And in fact, it's amazing. Uh, you know, I have people all the time that I'm the last guy they check and they say, you beat every price in town. And I, and I don't ask them to show me. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not there. I don't go and say this guy drives a Cadillac, so I'm going to charge him uh, eight dollars more a tire. I don't do that, you know. I'm you know that I, I don't care. You, you know, this is I'm I have a livable price that I can support my employees, support pay my taxes, uh, support any donations that I do, and make a little on my side because I've got to retire sometime. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. But uh, but you know the thing is is. Against the big boxes and stuff like that, we not only offer competitive prices, but we actually give you better service. And if your priorities are, of course, mine's God first in my my sense, and then I'm the last one on the level. Mm. It doesn't matter what happens to me. It's all these other people. I, I worry about my employees and their kids and and uh, whether their transportation's good. I worry about that stuff. And that's probably one of the curses of owning a small business, too. Mm because you get too close to your people. And so uh, there may be some hard decisions, especially during this COVID, that people had really hard decisions to make because these people weren't only employees, but they were friends. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's really hard to say no to a friend. And, and several of the ones that I know, they did everything till the very end so that they took care of their people. And mm. that's great. And, and I think they'll be repaid for that. Yeah, I think I think that there's definitely the blessings. You know, uh, speaking of Lagrande, you know, we've had Tom 
uh, Tom on the show and, uh, you know, he was talking about how he was blessed not to be able, he didn't have to lay anybody off mm -hmm. during COVID because of the support of the community. Right. You know, uh, you know, like that, that's what we, we're encouraging here is to, to show support to our local owned businesses to, mm -hmm. to show them that we do care and understanding that it's not just so that they can stay in business and have, you know, their bills paid, but it's like what Dallas said earlier, I, uh, you know, they pour back into our communities, you know, they pour into, you know, the boys and girls club, they pour into, you know, the girl scouts, uh, even, you know, we've got great sponsors here at the station, you know, and, and Dallas is one of those that pours into, uh, the station and, and helping us continue to support the, the gospel going out through the airwaves. And so it's more than just, supporting a local business so that they can stay in business, but it's supporting our community as a whole. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and, 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 and when that all comes together, everything works. All right. doesn't matter politics, doesn't matter anything. You're all the same people. Yeah. You're all working for the same goal. Well, I'm definitely blessed to have you. Uh, Dallas, can you share with our listeners where uh, Giddens Tire Pros is at? Yeah, we're at 1390 East Florence Boulevard. We're between Colorado and Potabom. Uh, we're next to the Sonic Drive-In. I always say they share my driveway because I built it and they got to use it. I'm across the street from uh, the Fry's Supermarket. Uh, the USA Pond's across the street from us. Um, we've been there since 19, we opened in 1996 in that location. Uh, and we're kind of landlocked, but uh, uh, we're blessed to have a nice clean building. We're there. Um, our wait hours are Monday through Friday, uh, uh, seven thirty till five, and we're only there eight till noon on Saturdays, and always closed on Sundays. Like I said earlier, because that's the day God set aside. Yeah, that seventh day, and and I will always set it aside for my people, and 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 for me because I need to recharge. You too, need rest, so. yeah. And yeah. and how can somebody contact you? Our phone number is uh, 520-836-8000 in Cascran. You can go on our website, uh, GiddensTireProse.com. Uh, you can uh, email us at uh, uh, gta at cgmailbox.com. Uh, that goes directly to my desk. Yeah. So again, you're coming in and making that personal connection with a local business right. owner. So, uh, well, thank you, Dallas, for joining me. Uh, appreciate you being on. And I, I really uh, believe that you have definitely shed great light on the importance of shopping local. Okay. Well, um, great. I'm glad I could help. Uh, the Gate is a show that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places within our local communities here in Central Arizona. Uh, thank you for listening, and God bless.